Hello and welcome to episode three of My Big Gay Podcast with me, Benji. And me, Brad, where we'll be discussing the life, the loves and lulls of living in London. Two gays, one city. What, what could, could possibly, possibly go, go wrong? wrong? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I need to begin this week's episode with an apology. Because last week I said a word which I always believed to be a generic slang term. Yeah. But have since found out. It is actually a racial slur. Yeah. Me and Brad did have a chat about editing it out and we decided to leave it in because we didn't realise that it was wrong and therefore other people might not either and we definitely want to educate everybody into learning what words nowadays are and are not acceptable. It was actually an Australian friend of mine that messaged me about it and said, I can't believe you said that word. And I just thought he meant because it was a bit too slangy, you know, for a podcast. Yeah. And I said, no, it's fine. We're talking about all things on the podcast. Um, and he carried on saying, no, 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 no. This is it's actually a, an offensive word. So it wasn't until he said it that I even knew, you know. And so then I did ask a few of my English friends about this particular word and they all didn't know either. So that's why we thought we'd keep it in just to maybe educate our listeners uh-huh. i was genuinely mortified that i've been using that for pretty much all my life i think it must have been a word i learned at school you know as a teenager and have always used it ever since and no one has ever called me out yeah so obviously brad and i do apologize for using that word we didn't realize that it was offensive but now we do and we will certainly not be using it again Right, so on with the podcast. What are you drinking today, Brad? Well, today I have got a strawberry and lime recordling. It's fresh out the fridge. It's cold and I'm going to open it right now. Are you listening? I am. Mmm, so good. So good. It's literally like sound porn. Also, rewind. What do you call it? A recordling. Recordling. Oh, it's a leg. Recordling. Yeah, recordling. That is another word I've said wrong my whole life. <laughs> recordling. <laughs> it's like a duckling. <laughs> That's brilliant. I've always been like, one recordling, please. Oh my goodness. Everyone at the bar hates you. No one's ever called me out though, have they? And said, you've said this wrong. Oh, they have now. <laughs> Enter Benji. <laughs> what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a lovely gin and cranberry. Ooh. I haven't got anything to open though, I'm afraid. Refreshing. Yeah, it doesn't make a good noise. Although, you know, we had a chat about this. Uh-huh. Remember last week I said, what's it called? When you hear a noise like it, it makes you feel good. Well, we had people writing and it's called ASMR. Now, I'm not going to try and say what that stands for because they're very big words and I will mess up. <laughs> Basically, it's actually a thing where people listen to certain sound effects, like people like cutting sand or... I mean, there's there's so many. If you go YouTube, it is really interesting. Um, and I've actually been listening to some, and it, it is it's so weird. You hear certain noises, and you just something triggers inside of you, and you get like this tingling, and it feels feels pretty good. Is this something you would listen to, like trying to go to sleep, or what context? I don't know. I know some people are also um, associated with like whispering, um, and they listen to like audiobooks that have been like whispered or like um, various tracks of people whispering stories for you to go to sleep to. Um, it's all like I think it comes under, under the same umbrella, but particularly like a can opening is one. Um, I don't know what other ones are, but. It's it's quite fascinating, I think. Anyway, that's what I was talking about last week when you thought I was actually talking about onomatopoeia. Yes, that was the word I was trying to think of. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. But we saw each other at the weekend, didn't we? We did. Yes. It's been how long? Oh, it's been so long. Because if you don't realise, we actually record this podcast over the internet, I guess. We're not actually in the same room as each other because obviously... 
COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was actually nice to see your face for once. Yeah, nice to see your face. Thanks. And to be in Clapham. <laughs> we did have a lovely little picnic. And actually, when I was arriving, I was like, oh my goodness, this is incredibly busy. And I haven't really done much socialising since uh, lockdown happened. So I was like, oh gosh. But do you know what? Everyone was really cautious, I thought. Everyone was sort of sticking to their own little groups and everyone was sort of socially distancing as much as they possibly could. And and I love Clapham. I didn't manage to go to Brewers um, this time, but... I will be back there very soon. Don't you worry. <laughs> it was weird actually walking around in Clapham and not knowing I was going <laughs> to end, end my evening in Brewers. But um, hey, hey. It's a given for you, isn't it? It really is. If it's like, does that, has anyone seen Benji? It, I'll be in Brewers. <laughs> <laughs> so during COVID, a big trend that has been hitting social media is how to keep fit with the gyms closed. Have you been having this problem, Brad? Oh, okay. I was really productive at the start of lockdown. I was out for runs quite a lot. I did workouts in the park and then I got a little bit bored, (laughs) but only because I was going around like doing the same thing, you know, doing the same kind of exercises, same activities. And then obviously got a little bit carried away when we could meet up with friends for picnics and spent a lot of my free time doing picnics instead. (laughs) But I did sign up to do a 10 k run just to try and motivate me so i did a 5k run today actually check you out mr 5k thank you yeah yeah no i I mean i know lots of people that have been really struggling i have two very good friends who are personal trainers and they've been trying to do sort of their business training their clients sort of online and things but i was i was really interested by it not because i particularly wanted to find something new i was very happy with just letting corona happen my gym was closed i got over it and i just thought you know what i will just wait till the gyms reopen and then i'll get back on it and i'll feel great again however i was really interested by all the creative sort of um exercise routines i guess that were coming out and Mm -hmm. one that really caught my eye was this uh guy called cameron uh and he is doing uh he calls it iconic album workouts now i'll be honest when it first caught my eye i read it as iconical bum workouts <laughs> and i was like this looks great turns out it wasn't at all it's just my dyslexic mind or dirty <laughs> mind however you want to look at it yeah that one <laughs> exactly but um yeah i got in touch with him asked him what it was about seems really cool and i wanted to sort of share it with you did you had you heard of it before i mentioned it or i had seen it come up on instagram actually and i also thought it was iconical bum workout as well yeah see it's clickbait clickbait yeah <laughs> He's a clever boy. He's a clever boy. Like people be like, yes, I want to watch these bum workouts. Exactly. But yeah, he takes different pop albums and he does like a workout, like 45 minute workout to the entire thing. I don't want to go into it too much because luckily we got Cameron uh, to call in and to answer a few questions. Hey Cameron, thanks so much for agreeing to talk to us about your iconic album workouts. I said it right that time. Um, So tell us a little bit about you. Hi guys, no, thank you so much for having me, I love this, I think this podcast is great. So I'm Cameron Jacob Foster, I'm a musical theatre graduate from last year, I graduated from PPA which is in Guildford, and I'm from the Bradford Leeds area, so northerner. Right, so obviously you like to stay fit and you've started iconic album workouts, tell us more. Yeah, I love keeping fit but I found that during this quarantine period I really struggled to motivate myself which is why I wanted to create workouts to music because music really motivates me to move and get active and I really want to encourage others to do the same. It's a free full body 45 minute workout including a warm up, cardio, there's always a dance fitness track in there so a bit like Zumba 
And then, of course, we work on legs, bums, tums, arms, ending with a stretch and a cool down. I think I just prefer doing exercise to music than having to count reps. So with the workouts, Cameron, what sort of level of exercise is it for? Like, is there a style? Like, if I wanted to join in, will I need equipment? Do I need loads of space? I'd say just make sure you've got plenty of space, but just work with what you've got. In terms of equipment, I'd say just have a mat or a towel or just something to support your back. And then I'd say all levels are welcome because I put in modifications if there are moves you can't do. I also put in advanced moves for those who want to push themselves, but it's all optional. And honestly, if you just want to get your steps up on your Fitbit and fancy a bit of a dance, you can just join in the first half of the class. It's supposed to be a positive and fun class. And at the end of the day, it's your workout. So you do it how you want. So have you raised any money for charity during the first one? And if so, what charities? Yeah, so I created a workout to Lady Gaga's Chromatica album and I raised £729.10 and it all went to Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ plus charities, which was amazing. Awesome. So like, what is next? Can we choose a suggestion for like your next album workout? Because personally, I think you should do Pink funhouse album because that's my favorite oh i love that album yes i want all the suggestions i absolutely love pink oh my god i've seen her live i think she's incredible i will definitely do a funhouse one just for you ben absolutely (laughs) so i've had a lot of requests for ariana so i'm doing a mixture of sweetener and thank you next for the next one so yeah it's a bit of a double whammy right so where can people go to join in so if you give me a cheeky insta follow at iconic album workout or as ben thought it was called iconical bum workout (laughs) all the info is on there there's a link to my born this way workout on there Or just slide into my DMs and I'll send you the link for the next live class. Right, Cameron, you're a legend. I think this is great and I cannot wait to see the next one. Hint, pink. Um, (laughs) We'll definitely be there working out, me and Brad. So, uh, yeah, all the best and we will catch you soon. Honestly, thank you guys so much for having me. Sending you all the love in the world. Bye. Cheers, Cameron. Bye. So Benji, you've said you've obviously not been going to the gym because of Corona, but when you used to go, any good stories? Oh my God, there's so many. I don't know if if they're good stories, but they are stories that I will sort of remember forever. So I have a very lovely gym uh, that I go to in Wimbledon. Very pleased with it. I've gone there for maybe six years now uh, and I've lived sort of around that area for about seven years. So I've been there the entire time. But at the very beginning, so the first year or so, there was this one guy um, doesn't really matter what he looks like. But I would say he was about mid forties. Um, and for some reason we always used to finish showering at the same time. Like I didn't know he was showering, but we both ended up getting changed at the same time. And he had, I had also noticed just, it wasn't just to me. It was, it happened to other guys as well, <laughs> but he insisted on when he came out of the shower, he would drop his towel, put one leg up on the bench and then start rapidly drying himself um, quite uh, graphically, let's say. But the thing is, he'd always put his leg up, which really opened up his crotch. And then he would get the <laughs> towel and he would just start drying himself by like rapidly, like almost slapping himself like in his balls from like underneath. Ow. It was just the weirdest thing. He wouldn't like eyeball you. So I it, I don't think he was like a creepy old man who was trying that this was his thing that he did. He hung around in the gym until someone came out the shower and then he thought, great time to pounce. But <laughs> it, it honestly happened happened about sort of two three maybe four times a month like it was quite often wow you've just reminded me i saw some guy dry in his 
arsehole and his balls with the hairdryer in the gym changing rooms. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I'm a little bit shocked that you just said arsehole. I'm, I'm, <laughs> just, that, that really took me off, off guard. That's not. Yeah. With the communal hairdryer, like bent over. No. Arsehole out. Yeah, yeah, drying it. Bent over. Yeah, yeah, bent over, like to get right in. No, that's deliberate. He, that's some sort of, <laughs> that's not, that's not acceptable. Someone needs to tell him, you need to tell him. Uh, excuse me, sir. I don't think you should be doing that with the communal hairdryer I'm about to use. Exactly that. Exactly like that. All right. I'll see how it goes. I'll let you know. That's awful. <laughs> I've seen people dry out their armpits and stuff and that I'm, I'm accepting of that, but that's too far. <laughs> uh, what else happened to me at the gym? I always find that I'm a cross trainer person. I don't, uh, the treadmill's fine, but I'm a cross trainer boy. You will find me on there. And um, I always find because the treadmills are just in front that people, when they're on the treadmills, and they're running. Now, a lot of people consume a lot of protein. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes some people quite gassy. <laughs> and I think when people are running on the treadmill, they forget that they're not actually outdoors and nor are they actually running away. So if they're starting to release the wind from themselves, it is very much staying in the exact same area. And if anything, it's going on the people behind them. Ew. Like so many times I've wanted to like stop what I'm doing, go over to them and go, I'm so like, I know you're watching a little screen that makes it look like you're running through Hyde Park, but you're not. And I'm behind <laughs> you and it's really unpleasant. <laughs> It's like that scene in Shrek. My mouth is open and everything. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's so grim. It's so grim. What else happened to me? Um, funny enough, on the treadmill, my shorts have fallen down before. Oh, wow. What did you have on underneath? Underwear. What'd you take me for? A gym jock? No. Do you know what? I don't really wear jocks. Do you not? I don't think I've ever put one on. That wasn't for a joke. I do have a couple. Some of my best friends, when we go out, sometimes we wear them. I guess it's like wearing sexy underwear, isn't it? And it's kind of like half jokey, but half like, oh, I'm feeling quite good tonight. Oh, my goodness. You (laughs) and your friends go out and wear your jock straps. Yeah, for fun. You should start a band, Brad and the jock straps. (laughs) (laughs) I think it sounds like a hit. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) so in last week's episode we did ask you to write in with your corona romance stories which we were calling coromance see what we did there (laughs) see what we did we did have a few people write in we thought we'd just play uh our very first actually voice note this uh guy his name is scott and i'm very excited to say we can play it live on the air right now so um, very excited about this late night hookup. Drove over to the guy's place. Let's call him Mark. Let's give him a fake name. And got to Mark's place. And I hate when they throw in a curveball. Like, they should pre-warn you of stuff like this. Like, oh, um, yeah, my brother's in. So well, I'm going to have to sneak you in through the back, through the kitchen. Super uncomfortable for me. He's super, you know, he, he knows the associated risks and which rooms and stuff, right? I do not know. So I don't appreciate that one. Anyway, carry on because I'm just saying Mark you know, was very attractive and had a very large personality, <laughs> shall we call it? I've got a large personality as well. <laughs> um, so I don't know how to refer to it, but it was large. Anyway, so, um, you know, get to the room, doing the deed, having a great time. Suddenly, getting these like, knocks on the door and it is Mark's mum oh screaming, God. you know, knock, knock, knock. Mark, come here now. Um, your brother's just told me that you've brought a friend over. You know you're not allowed friends over. A friend. <laughs> um, come on. And he's like, I literally, my heart's now. I was like, what is going on here? Um, he tells me, oh, no, just hide. I'm thinking, what, like behind the bed? Like where? Like behind the door? He was like, no, just under the duvet. I thought, under the duvet? Are you joking? Am I five? Anyway, <laughs> he's under the duvet. Literally, you know, 
thinking this is the worst thing ever, absolutely shaking with fear. Um, his mum literally comes in, he's put some shorts on or something, which is not going to hide anything in the case of Mark. And um, his mum came in, was, you know, obviously saying, she literally went, she went, I can see them under the table. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> She's like, just make sure they leave now. <laughs> so I was spared my dignity. I did not have to see Mark's mother naked. Well, like, isn't me being naked. Um, but super, oh, my God. Like, yeah, that was a story. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever hidden anyone in your house before? Um, Not in my house, but I have hidden someone before. Yes, I have. <laughs> um, it was when I was in third year of college. And it was, I forgot what you call it, but it was like a prom. And and there was this, you know, this person I'd been talking to for a long time, blah, blah, blah. And I'd booked a room at the hotel. And we'd ended up going back upstairs to the hotel room, not telling anyone. And then about an hour later, loads of my friends came upstairs because we'd all got ready in that room, wanting to get all their clothes and stuff. And I'd obviously bolted the door. And they're like, oh, Ben, oh, Ben's passed out. Come on, Ben, let us in. I was like, um, yeah, I'm just coming. Oh, no. And so I had, to, <laughs> I had to hide this guy in the bathroom, like in the bath. Oh. And they came in. They're like, you're not alone, are you? I was like, what are you on about? Yeah, of course I am. And they're like, um, if we search this like room, are we going to find someone? <laughs> it's like, no, 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 it's just me. And they're like, right. And then they just started picking up all of his clothes. And they're like, this is not yours. This is not yours. It was brilliant. Busted. Totally busted. So we also had someone uh, sent us a little DM on Instagram uh, by the name of JT, and he's got a story as follows. I matched with a guy on Bumble just as lockdown hit in March. Just as I was gearing up to arrange to meet him for a drink, we were told we couldn't go out anymore. We continued chatting on WhatsApp and had a few Skype calls over the last three months. We met for the first time a few weeks ago and had a really lovely date walking around town and talking. Aww. We have met twice more since then and things have gone really well. Hopefully seeing each other again soon. Aww. That's a proper caromance. That's a good one. Yeah, that's lovely. What's your dating app of choice? Because I've never used Bumble. I probably have used all of them at one point. I definitely use Bumble. I used Chappie before it was bought out by Bumble. Do you remember Chappie? Yes. So what is Bumble? What's the difference with Bumble? When you match with someone and you talk with them, you have, I think it's 24 or 48 hours to respond to their last message. Otherwise, the match disappears. Ah, so it like encourages you to be active and keep the conversation going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Tinder's very reliable. I think we know where we stand with Tinder. Mm -hmm. I personally like Hinge. Yes, I have got Hinge. Why do you like it? I think, uh, from my experience, more genuine people are on Hinge. Oh. From my experience, Tinder is like Grindr, but a bit classier. You go on a date and then you go have sex. Grindr, you just go have sex. <laughs> so I felt that Hinge was more genuine people on there that just actually wanted to date and build up a potential relationship from there, in my experience. I mean, you do know the same people on Tinder are probably also on Hinge. <laughs> actually, the good thing about Hinge is you can say more about your personality Whereas Tinder, you're just swiping on a picture, right? Oh, that's true. If someone's wrote something funny and I'm all about personality, uh, if someone writes something funny down on their profile, it catches my eye and I send them a little message. That's true. Oh, yeah, that, oh, that's kind of fun. Um, I think, for, well, for me, during this time, I haven't really used apps all that much, I'll be really honest. No, me neither. <sighs> Not... I don't, I don't really know why either. I think mainly because I obviously couldn't go and meet anybody uh, and I wouldn't want to keep uh, a conversation going for like possibly two months because it could sort of quite easily dwindle. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to loading them back up again, I guess, and uh, swiping. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, JT, all the best with your new relationship and do keep us posted with how it all goes. So also at my gym, there's um, like a little sort of swimming complexy spa within the building. So there's a pool and there's a jacuzzi, steam room, a sauna, etc. And this one time I was in the jacuzzi and another guy got in the jacuzzi. And, you know, I don't know what you're like. I'm If someone else gets in, I say hi, because I feel like it's otherwise you're like sharing a bath, but not talking. Yeah. You definitely need to acknowledge the other person, even just like a little smile or a little nod or a little hey, you know? Exactly. So did that. I was like, hey, you're right. And he was like, yeah, you. I was like, yeah, not too bad, thanks. He was like, oh, I've not seen you at this gym before. And I was like, yeah, I come here all the time, blah, blah, Then I suddenly realized that maybe, maybe I'm being chatted up here. Anyway, then the conversation went dead. And I was like, I'm quite happy with this because I'd just done quite a big workout. And clang, I definitely hadn't. <laughs> um, and all of a sudden... Under the bubbles, this hand appears on my knee. Now, is this in your Wimbledon gym? This is in the Wimbledon gym. Right, I'm signing up. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Actually, you should. There's, there's many other stories I could tell you, but not on air. Um, so this hand appeared on my leg, but it wasn't sort of appeared on it. it like it brushed past my knee, right? Now, if we were on a first date, I'd be like, oh, did he mean to just touch my leg? Does he want me to now touch his leg back? Like, is he trying to hold my hand? But no, I was like, around the gym, I was like, no, that that clearly must have been an accident. It's not like the largest of hot tubs. He must have been like just getting comfortable kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A few seconds go past, the hand sweeps back again, this time up my leg, <laughs> like up the side of my leg. And I was like, okay, that's either he's really bad at like social space <laughs> Um, or, or this is going somewhere else. Then full on grasp of his full hand on my leg. Wow. And he kept it there. So I opened my eyes and I looked at him and he was just staring at me and smiling. Wow. Okay. And were you happy about it? No, not even the slightest. Well, what would you do? What would you do in that situation? You're like, they're relaxing. You wake up because somebody has put his hand on your leg. Well, it depends on the guy, doesn't it? If he's like a nice, attractive, nice smile, bit cheeky, depending on my mood, might be like, yeah, keep your hand there if you want. Stop. <laughs> what? You know, you just got to embrace life experience. What? But but then like, then where'd you go? Like the conversation wasn't even that great. It was just sort of like, hey, how are you being here that often? Yeah, I do come often, blah, blah, blah. That was it. Conversation dead. Suddenly the hand on like, what am I going to say? You like what you feel? Oh no, please. You're just, re- <laughs> you're just like writing your own softcore porn film. <laughs> I know that's what you like to do. <laughs> was that good for you, daddy? You like that, daddy? <laughs> no, it's like baby voice man all over again. <laughs> no, flashback, 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 flashback. No, I just sort of, um, I just moved my leg and looked at him and sort of smiled, moved my leg out of the way and he got the point and then I got out and left. A little part of me did wonder if he was going to follow me to the showers. So I was, I was a bit nervous actually, sort of looking over my shoulder like I was walking down a dark alley at night time. Like, oh. Why are you painting this like horror movie image now at the gym? I'm very dramatic, if you not noticed. <laughs> so then what happened? Did you ever see him again? No, I didn't actually. I don't know if he was, I don't remember what he said when I'd said that I'd been there. I don't think I even asked him the question back. Um, so I don't know if he was just there on like a trial or I, I don't know, but I, I never saw him at the gym again. Well, if you're listening, Mr. Hot Tub Leg Grabbing Man, feel free to get in touch. With Brad. Yes. <laughs> so at the end of each week, we do like to play Never Have I Ever. It's normally just an excuse to finish off our drinks. So this week's Never Have I Ever is from someone called Simon. So Simon says... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really think that through. Uh, Simon has said, never have I ever slept with somebody in my housemate's bed. 
<laughs> um... <laughs> oh, you're laughing a bit too much, Jesse. <laughs> I hand on heart can say that I have not. Uh, I'm just thinking through. See, I think the real reason you're taking so long to answer this is you're actually trying to think, are you still friends with that person whose bed you slept with someone in? I think you're trying to work out if this will ever come back round to them. Exactly right. Yeah, I'm just trying to work out, would they listen? Would they know? Because <laughs> <laughs> that is a secret. That is, yeah, scandalous. So, so, so scandalous. All right. So, yes, back in my uni days, um, one of my housemates moved out. Yeah. And so the room was free and I thought I would take advantage of having sex in a different room before the next person moved in. So, yes, I have. That is outrageous. Well, Simon asked and Simon got what he asked for. <laughs> he certainly did. <laughs> We're very excited to announce we have launched our very first competition over on our Instagram page. If you have not already entered, make sure you go check it out. The competition is called Every Hole's a Goal, so you know it's going to be fun. Wait, you totally got that name from my Grinder profile. You have Grinder? No. <laughs> <laughs> also, next week, our hot topic is going to be our do's and don'ts of dating profiles. So if there is anything you particularly look out for or that really annoys you, please get in touch. And also slip into our DMs, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Big Gay Podcast because we want to hear your Never Have I Evers for next week. That's all we have time for for episode three. Until next week, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. <laughs> <laughs>